0: Christmas is almost here, the pajamas have been given out (laughs) (laughs) and the matching ones. We opened them up last night, so it was good. (laughs) They said, well, we should wear them more than one day. I said, okay, I can live with that. I can live with that. So I'm going to start with a letter that Ernest Holmes wrote about Christmas. He said, Christmas is for remembrance. The love manifesting through our gifts to each other, typifies the offering of life, the givingness of spirit to its creation. The hands of the eternal are outstretched through our hands, and the heart of the infinite beats in the human breast. But the giver must give of himself, for the gift without the giver is bare. It is not then in the lavish gifts that we find true giving, but in the sweet simplicity of remembrance, in the kindly thought, in the tolerant mind, and the gentle act. Love alone can give love. Sympathy alone can sympathize and only goodness can really do or be good. So the one who gives for reward does not give it all. He seeks to bargain, to trade for spiritual gifts. Hence he senses loss on his own giving and finds no completion through the act. But he who gives half of his meat to the hungry feels justified and is warmed by the real sense of comradeship he has established an act an actual unity between himself and the other offsprings of creation great cause succeeds when there is a giving of humanity when the check must come to the one who wrote it his interest his enthusiasm his love the check must be a symbol of their desire to impart themselves. Then shall it multiply its benefits and do good. Charity is cold, but love is warm. When our heart speaks to a heart, a divine conversation has taken place, a heavenly discourse. So each of us has something to give. Let each see that he gives of his best. If we are able to bring the gifts to the altar of love, nothing less than the best will be acceptable. Nothing less than all is enough. May the real spirit of Christmas, the giving of self to life, enter and abide in you now and throughout all time. And so it is, Dr. Ernest Holmes so he wrote that that is in uh, a letter at the beginning of the science of mind magazine in 1959 yeah so it it was good to find because it made me think about and michelle's song too right adding the love the joy the peace because what is christmas about and it's taking the christmas as we think of it as the time that jesus is born and i know that's what we celebrate and yet what it is is jesus is born in each of us that we are all each that christ consciousness so it's not just jesus is at the example we each are the example as well i like bill murray <laughs> why wa- we were watching scrooge last night but at the end of it he said it's christmas eve it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer we all smile a little easier we cheer a little more for a couple hours out of the whole year we are the people that we always hoped we would be I know from that crazy movie I forgot all about how he changed that around, but it was good. So that is it. That's this whole part of Christmas. And I think that's what excites me about Christmas, is it's that time where I know that I just do that little bit extra for people. And I know it's great to do it throughout the year, but yet it just seems a little bit easier for me at this time of year to extend myself, to say a nice word, to smile a little more often. And yet, there's also the other side of it—the drama of everything. You know, my poor mom called me this morning. Their hot water tank broke down. I know, I know. So she's like, "I don't know how I'm gonna have a shower before I get there." Sorry, mom, if you're listening, I just outed you. But you know, but it's okay. And it's rather than getting uptight and worried about all these things, the expectations—it's the expectations that I put on Christmas. Sometimes too with the family of how i want everybody to show up i know i've talked about this before but it's just really hitting me of the examples that are showing up in my life about how can i let go a little more how can i let go of those expectations that little bit more and not worry how life is going to work out and just be happy with what is in front of me right here right now because that's where that's what christmas is about It's about taking whatever's going on and finding that little spark of joy that's within us and knowing that we are one with that divine, that we are connecting at a deeper level. So Ernest Holmes actually wrote a whole essay. And I thought, oh, I'm going to read all of it. But no, I will not (laughs) (laughs) because it is very, very long. But he said he wrote it's called The Meaning of Christmas. And this goes back to what I was talking about earlier. At this time of year, we're celebrating the birth of the child Jesus, whose destiny it was to proclaim the good news that the kingdom of the one is at hand. And our famous old song says, while shepherds watched the flocks by night, the angel of the Lord came down, and glory shone around. This prophetic, this prophetic, Oh, whatever that word is heavenly anthem which is of course a beautiful word picture in the imagination of whoever wrote it does bring us to this time the realization that we are all divine in birth each one of us are divine in birth that we all belong to the kingdom of the one and how beautiful it is to think of the angels as that divine messenger to us How wonderful are our inward thoughts in the moments of our own meditation when we realize that we are one with that universe in which we live we are one in that universe in which we live I don't know if any of you have had that experience sometimes where you've been in nature and maybe closed your eyes and heard the rustle of the wind or heard the birds chirping I, or and just you knew right then right there that you were one with the one I know that Georgia sometimes gets it when she hugs a tree and I've had an experience when I was in Cortez Island I've probably told you this story before but it just all the stars aligned where I was swimming at night because the phosphorescents were out and then I'm floating in the water making snow angels and then all of a sudden there was a beautiful meteor shower Like knowing that I was just part of that whole cosmos, that I was one with that one. So how wonderful are our inward thoughts in the moments. Oh, I did that one already. Ha ha. So knowing these are the angels of God's presence, winging, as it were, news from the kingdom of heaven, bringing us to our glorious life, which we always associate with our thought of the divine spirit. Christmas is here. And again, we're celebrating the greatest events of history. He says, "The birth of the he, the Christ consciousness in the human soul, the incarnation of the living Spirit in you and in me." Again, this is Ernest Holmes says: "For Jesus was the great example, not the great exception. He was the one who showed the way, and the truth, and the light, and everything that he taught, and everything he did." was to provide a lesson for us all, for all time, that one person is with the divine is a majority. That one with the divine is a majority. So he asks us to light a candle in our mind in the memory of the most remarkable person, the most divine person, and rededicate our hearts to the service of humanity to the service of humanity, that going back to that joy, love, spreading. What are we doing to spread the joy and love? So Jesus was a great lover of people. He was the embodiment of divine love on earth. He was the one who revealed that heart of the eternal is most beautiful and kind. So I found a story that kind of made me think of this, uh, this quote right there is that so there was a a gentleman he 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 was a bit spiritual but not totally spiritual and his wife would always go on christmas eve and go to a service but he said you know i just don't get it he said i understand but why did why did jesus have to come down and become a man or become a human why couldn't he just deal with everything up there and and so he was really grappling with this so he said you know what I feel like a fraud if I go to service tonight so I'm gonna stay home you go and I'm just gonna work this out and then so he sat and he was having his cup of cocoa by the fire and he said you know I do hope it is a white Christmas this year so all of a sudden he heard this smack on the door and he opened up the door and there was a whole I don't know if it's called a herd or what it is, but a flock of birds had sw- had hit his window. They had been trying. There was a big storm, and they were trying to get out of the rain. So they hit his window and we were sitting there. And he was like, "Oh my goodness!" And he was worried about them because there was snow on the ground. So he thought, "How how can I help these birds?" So he he was trying to get them. He thought, "Oh, we have a barn." So where the horses are so it goes oh I'll get them into the barn so they can get out of the rain out of the snow because they were kind of peddling about and so he thought well how can I do this so he dropped breadcrumbs but the birds were not having anything to do with it they were like looking at this man trying to help them and shoo them along to the barn and, and they were just not moving anywhere they were stuck and then he thought oh if I could just be one of them I could show them the way. If I could just be one of them, I could show them a way. And then he went, Oh, I get it. I get it. So I thought that was really beautiful that Jesus came down and was made human to show us the way that we are each here, and we can each do all the things that he did in love and grace and gratitude. Just trying to see here what else I want to say. The other thing that Ernest Holmes says as, as God always peoples the lonely place with his presence, as he does with all people. As the shepherds watch their flocks by night, of course, the shepherds represent that part of our divine nature, which is always listening to that inward voice and looking up to the heavens for guidance. As the shepherds watch their flocks and in innocence and peace, tended the humble duties which life imposes upon all of us as they quietly went about their work or sat in silent meditation, thinking of the wonders of the universe, perhaps reverently bowing their heads in prayerful communion with the Divine Presence. The angels of light appeared among them, and glory be shown around. So there is a light at the center of everything, in you, and me, and everything in nature. And this light is shown around the shepherds, is the eternal light which shines about everything. And Jesus said, ye are the light of the world. And he also said, Let your light shine before me, that they, seeing your good works, will glorify our divine Father, which is in heaven. You see, Jesus taught us two great universal truths. First, that we are surrounded by the divine presence, which presses against us and against everything. And the second is that there is a law of good that responds to our faith in it. That is why he said, it is done unto us as we believe. So leaning into our faith, coming up and showing up on a Sunday, Christmas Eve morning, leaning into your faith, of knowing that there is more than what is just here. That divine presence is always available to us. And Jill always talks about being, it is that best friend. Well, I think Ernest Holmes said that first, but Jill talks about it a lot. <laughs> and that's the truth. It's, it's that, it, that inner flame that is there that we can fan and bring out within us. It's having the faith of God and knowing that when we can have that faith of that divine essence, that we can make shifts in our own consciousness. Jesus also taught about the intimate relationship, a divine partnership between the individual and the universal, between the divine and people. And it is always simple. And Ernest Holmes says, and yet Jesus was no weakling. Boldly he proclaimed, there is but one life, and that life is God, and that life is my life now. And tenderly and compassionately, he repeated that, this same life, the same divine spirit that was in him, is in everyone else. I cannot help but feel the heavenly voice that came to the shepherds of old, that watched their flocks by night, and burst of a glorious light, accompanying this divine event, is something that should be more real to all of us. Should be more real to all of us. For we too are the shepherds watching our flocks. And these flocks are our thoughts, our ideas, our faiths, our fear, our failures and our success in life and we too need that divine guidance to lead us to the pathway pathway of the good road isn't that beautiful and this this i mean i wish i could read it all to you i may send it out in the newsletter because it is (laughs) and you can read it as we go through but there's so many great ideas in here that you know especially jesus said is done to you as you believe and that really means there's a power greater than we are that responds to us. It is the light that may shine on a pathway of our experience and guide us into the fulfillment of joy. It is un- done unto us as we believe. There is something then that responds to our belief as we believe. Just as one can look in a mirror, we can cast an image in the mirror and it reflects back that image. If we move the mirror, the reflections move. And so it is with life. For life is a mirror. It is just what we are and do. Give the world the best that you have and the best will come back to you. Right? Give the best of what we can and it will come back to you. What else do we let's do another story here? There's another one that came up that I was thinking about. There's a beautiful story about a small statuette in a pawn shop. And a man was browsing the shop. And amid the clutter of the jars and ornaments and the other things, he found a little statue of an angel holding the hand of a young boy. The man was inspired to rescue it from this oblivion of this antique shop. And he took it home to give it a place of honor among his Christmas decorations. There was a piece that was chipped and dirty. But he began cleaning it up and covered it with white glistening paint then he painted the wings of the angel and the hair of the little boy with gold little by little with each brush stroke that dingy old statue was transformed into a thing of beauty he says isn't that what happens to us at christmas we come to the end of the year perhaps a little chipped and dirty from our struggles all year and then Christmas inspires us to repaint the angels of our own nature and love and joy and peace. Mm. So, you <laughs> know, it's true. I can think of a few times this year, you know, there's been things that have happened that have been painful. People that I know have lost people. There's been people who've been sick and haven't been able to you know, recover as quickly as we would like them to. But it is now the time that we come together and be that essence, be that divine love that shines out into the world, to be that Christmas spirit, whether we've been a little chipped or not, to paint up our wings, but not in a fake way, not in a spiritual bypass way, but to feel it in our heart, right? To feel that in our heart. And at this time of year let's face it sometimes forgiveness is a, a thing that has to happen when we're getting together with family members <laughs> and but it's the most liberating and life-changing spirit powerful spiritual practice we can be about and this he really says Jesus showed us the time and time again how to forgive and we're still talking about him all these days since there not a one-size-fits-all recipe for forgiveness but all the meso- methods that have been written about for the art of forgiveness say this begin by forgiving yourself let yourself out of the prison of hurt and resentment freed from any incumbents we can do anything we can do anything so in the spirit of Christmas knowing that we are that divine essence that we are one with that one may you have the gladness of Christmas which is the hope the spirit of Christmas which is peace the heart of Christmas which is love and let us no longer think merely of the traditional birth of Christ numbering the years backward But let us rather bring these years forward into our experience and permit the new birth to take place in our own consciousness. The new birth to take place in our own consciousness. So to end, in the spirit of remembering of who we truly are, each one of us, that divine essence, may you take time this year to focus on what matters most in your chosen spiritual tradition and honor it with the sacred intention and in your time may you have ample opportunities to witness divine birth of love in the world each time you see the light of the beloved in the eyes of others may you be the light that diffuses the darkness in the lives of those who are isolated in the shadows of their own personal struggles may the sacredness of this season of light illuminate your way allowing you to fully see and use the gift of your life in a manner That honors the giver of the gift may you always remember that you are the light of the world and the world greatly needs the light you bring I want to say that one again please may you always remember you are the light of the world and the world greatly needs the light you each bring so may you fully realize and embrace how loved you truly are for those around you as well as by the infinite. And may the peace that all passes all understanding reside in your heart in the season of light and forever lie within. Oh, look at that. Eleven eleven. That sounds like a perfect time <laughs> to do a prayer. Knowing that there is one life, one love, one universal infinite presence that is always always with us knowing that the Christ consciousness is rebirthing in through and as each of us today that today I allow my light to shine I allow my expectations to fall away I allow myself to step into the joy into the joy of life and looking at each person with the eyes of the divine and seeing that spark that is within them. So today I know that I am one with that one, as each of you are one with that divine source that heaven is expressing right here, right now on earth. That each of us has what Whatever it is that we need, it is taking time to be quiet. It is taking time to breathe. It is taking time to forgive ourselves and others. It is mostly time to allow yourself to shine your light that the world so greatly needs. So I'm so grateful for this day and this time together, knowing that we are that divine spark. And together we're building a huge flame of love. So I allow these words to flow out into that law, into that mirror, and reflect back to each of us. Knowing that it is all good, it is all God. I let it be. I let it go. And ask you to join me in saying, and so it is.